presents Hollywood. Lever Brothers Company, the makers of Lux Chronicle, brings you the Lux Radio Theater, starring Edmund Gwen in Miracle on 34th Street. Ladies and gentlemen, your producer, Mr. Irving Cummings. Greetings from Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. Our Christmas present to you is one of our 20 greats, which has become a modern Christmas classic, Miracle on 34th Street. So if you have any doubts as to whether or not there's a Santa Claus, I want you to meet Edmund Gwen in a moment, when he will recreate his original role in this delightful 20th century Fox picture. It's Thanksgiving Day in New York City. On a broad avenue adjoining Central Park, an annual event is being joyfully awaited. The spectacular parade presented by Macy's Department Store to herald in the Christmas season. Away from the crowd are two of Macy's public relations experts. He's simply wonderful, Mrs. Rocker. Just look at him on that float. The most realistic Santa Claus we've ever had. <laughs> Why, he didn't even need any padding, did he? Padding? But didn't you notice his tummy? It's so round, it's so firm, it's so fully packed. <laughs> well, now that everything's under control, where on earth did you find it? I... I don't know. I just turned around and there he was. And you think that the man whose place he took was... Oh, was intoxicated. With a breath that could knock over a reindeer. Just think if Mr. Macy had seen him. What if Mr. Gimble had seen him? Competition between our stores is tough enough as it is. And the parade starting. Let's stand at the curb. All right, Mr. Shellhammer. I'm going home and relax. Anyway, I can see it from there. I live just around the corner. Oh, so you do. Well, see you tomorrow, Mrs. Walker. And congratulations on finding the first Santa Claus in Macy's history. That's certainly a wonderful parade, Susan. Oh, just look at that clown. Gosh, what a giant. Giant, Mr. Gary? They're not the same giant. Well, not now, maybe, but in olden days. Really, Mr. Geary, and you a lawyer. Well, what about the giant Jack killed? You know, Jack and the Beanstalk? Everybody knows that's a fairy tale, and I agree with my mother. Fairy tales are stories. Come in. Good afternoon. I'm Susan's mother, the maid said I'd... Hello, mother. I'm watching... Me. Hello, darling. Susie told me quite a lot about you, Mr. Walker. She told me quite a lot about you, too. A man in the front apartment. Oh, that's all part of a plot, Mrs. Walker. I'm very fond of Susie, but I also want to meet you. At least your friend. There goes Santa Claus. Don't even mention the name. Why not, Mother? That Santa Claus, you see, is a last-minute substitute. But why? Remember the way the janitor was last New Year's? Oh, my. Tight as an owl. I see Susan doesn't believe in Santa Claus either. That's right. She never has. Well, that's the end of the parade. Mother, I've been thinking. It's Thanksgiving, and there are only the two of us. Couldn't we invite Mr. Gary? Well, I... Oh, well, please don't bother. I'll, uh, I'll have a sandwich or something. But we have such a big turkey. Please, Mother, please. Oh, did I ask all right, Miss Gary? Well, you asked fine, Susan. Give me the three, Mr. Gaylord. Hello. Mrs. Walker? Yes, Mr. Shellhammer. Your maid said you were a Thanksgiving dinner, but I jumped 
house was stupendous. Well, thank you. Mr. Macy himself wants him to be our toy department Santa Claus. Well, fine. Can you hire him? I already have. Oh, he's a born salesman. I just feel it. Good. We'll talk about it in the morning. Thanks for calling, Mr. Shellhammer. Santa Claus. Morning. Now, before you go to the toy department, here's a list of toys that we we have to push. Huh? You know, things that we're overstocked on. Oh. Now, you'll find that a great many children will be undecided as to what they want for Christmas. When that happens, you immediately suggest one of these items. <laughs> you understand? I certainly do. Fine. Now, take the list, and Alfred here will show you to your throne in the toy department. And don't forget... You're working for Macy. Are you really Santa Claus? Why, of course I am. What do you want for Christmas, little boy? I want a fire engine. A real hose that squirts real hot water. And I won't do it in the house. I'll only do it in the backyard. I promise. And I promise you will get your fire engine. You see, Mama? I told you... Santa Claus. Hmm. Oh. Oh, you don't believe that, eh? Uh-oh. 
You see, Mama, there's Mrs. Waters. Oh. I must say, you're the best-looking Santa Claus I've ever seen. Really? Your beard, for instance. It doesn't have one of those things that goes over your ears. Well, that's just because it's real. Just like I'm real to Santa Claus. Now, go ahead. Go on. Pull it. Real. Yeah. And now, what would you like me to bring you for Christmas? Nothing, thank you. Whatever I want, my mother will get. If it's sensible and doesn't cost too much, that's quite right. Mm -hmm. Oh, hello, Mother. Mrs. Walker. Hello, Mr. Gailing. The explanation for all this is very simple. Your maid's mother sprained her ankle. She had to go home, so she asked me to bring Susie down to you. As long as we were here, I figured we might as well say hello to Santa Claus. He has real whiskers, Mother. Susan, would you mind standing over there a minute? If you want me to. I, uh, shouldn't have brought Susie to see Santa, Now you're making me feel completely hearty. I'm sorry. Don't you see I tell Susan that Santa Claus is a table, and you show her a very convincing old man with real whiskers. Whom is she to believe? Yeah, that's right. When Susan was a baby, her father and I were divorced. Ever since then, I've protected my child by teaching her reality. If you don't believe in fairy tales and fantasy, you can never be hurt at this illusion. We were talking about Susie, Mrs. Ward. And I must ask you to let me raise her as I see fit. All right, dear, the store's going to close soon. We'll run along to my office. Alfred said you wanted to see me, Mrs. Walker. Oh, oh yes, come in. I, um, I'd be grateful if you'll please tell Susan you're not really Santa Claus. Huh? That there actually is no such person. No, but Mrs. Walker, not only is there such a person, but here I am to prove it. No, no, you misunderstand. I want you to tell her the truth. Now, what's your real name? Chris Pringle. And I always tell the truth. Hmm. Susie, I bet you're in the first grade. Second grade? I mean, your real name. Oh, that is my real name. My goodness, Susie, second grade. Very well. I have your employment card right here. I'll look it up on that. That's a very cute dress, Susie. It's for Macy. We get 10% off. Oh. So you always tell the truth, do you? Look at your employment card. Yes. Name, Chris Kringle. Address, Brooks Memorial Home, Great Neck, Long Island. You will call the home if you get a confirm it, Mrs. Walker. It's a home for elderly gentlemen. Would you also like for me to confirm this? What's that? Date of birth. As old as my tongue and a little bit older than my teeth. Place of birth, North Pole. Now, really. Why, I believe you doubt me, Mrs. Walker. And this tops everything. Next of kin. Oh, there. Dasher, Dasher, Pratter, and Vixen. <laughs> I'm sorry to have to do this, Mr. Uh... Crinkle? But the, um... The Santa Claus we had two years ago is back in town, and I feel that we owe it to him to give him... Have I done something wrong? Oh, no. No, it's just... A... Excuse me. Hello? Yeah, this is Mr. Shellham, Mrs.
Oh, you don't say. Yes. And from now on, not only will our Santa Claus continue in this manner, but every salesperson in the entire store. You, you mean if we haven't got what the customer asked for? We'll... We're to send him where he can get it. No more high-pressuring and forcing a customer to take something he doesn't really want. I, I, I think that's wonderful, Mr. Macy. Yes, yes. We'll be known as, uh, as the helpful store, the, the friendly store. The store that places public service ahead of profits. And consequently, we'll make more profits than ever. Now, as for you, Mrs. Walker, Mr. Shellhammer, you'll find a more practical expression of my gratitude in your Christmas time. Oh, thank you, Mr. Macy. Oh, thank you. Oh, and, uh, and tell that wonderful Santa Claus I won't forget him either. Now, as a matter of fact, I'll tell him myself in the morning. Well, yes, indeed, Mr. Mason. Good night. Good night. Uh, good night, Mr. Uh, and thank you again, sir. Uh, uh, oh, 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 imagine a bonus. Yes. What's the matter with you? Mr. Shellhammer, I... I just fired him. You just fired oh, him? Oh. Santa Claus! Oh, no! Well, you couldn't have! Well, I did! He's crazy, Mr. Shellhammer! He really thinks he is Santa Claus! I don't care if he thinks he's the Easter Bunny! Find him! It was a frantic few hours that Doris spent last night rushing out to the Brooks Memorial Home in Long Island and assuring Miss Kringle that Macy's wanted him back as Santa Claus. So Chris is again presiding over the counter toy department, while in her office, Doris and Mr. Shellhammer... Don't you understand, Mr. Shellhammer? That old man with the nice white whiskers insists that he is Santa Claus. He's out of his mind. He might even be dangerous. I've got to tell Mr. Macy. But maybe he's only a little balmy. Anyway, you can't be sure until he's examined. We'll send him to Mr. Sawyer. Sawyer? In personnel. He's paid to examine employees, isn't he? Uh, and now, by the way, what do you think of this? What is it? A full-page ad. Macy's is running in tomorrow's newspaper. Macy's is running it? But it's all about the other stores, Jewels and stuff. I know, I know. Mr. Macy's idea to help our customers find what they want. <sighs> Revolting, isn't it? <laughs> that Santa Claus certainly has started something. Well, I'll get hold of him in his lunch hour and send him up to Mr. Sawyer. Married, 122 years, very happily married. Delighted to hear it. 
here you are, Mr. Kringle. A check in appreciation of all you've done. Mr. Macy, that's most kind of you. I didn't think you were that generous, all right. <laughs> that's quite a check. What are you going to do with Mr. Kringle? Well, I have a friend, a Dr. Pierce. He needs a new x-ray machine. I'll buy the machine through the store. 10% discount. Nonsense. Come over to Gimble. We'll furnish it at cost. Keep it up, gentlemen. Keep it up. <laughs> At this rate, my friend will have a whole new hospital. <laughs> How did the pictures turn out, Mr. Kringle? Oh, fine, Alfred. Fine. How about again, checkers during lunch hour? Well, not today, Chris. I, uh, I don't feel so good. Huh? What's the matter, Alfred? Oh, nothing much. You remember I was telling you how I like to play Santa Claus over at the Y and give out packages to the kids? Yes. Yeah. Well, I was telling Mr. Sawyer about it, and he says that's very bad. What? That uh, psychologically, it's all wrong. Wrong? To be nice to children? Well, he says guys who play Santa Claus do it because when they was young, they must have done something bad. Oh. And now they do something they think is good to make up for it. It's what he calls a, a guilt complex. Uh, Alfred, what else have you found wrong with you? Oh, nothing much. Just that I hate my father. Oh, I didn't know it, but he says I do. Excuse me. Well, hey, ain't you going to have lunch? Later. Right now, I have an appointment with Mr... What do you mean, breaking into my office like this? Are you a licensed psychiatrist? What business is it of yours? I have a great respect for psychiatry and great contempt for meddling amateurs who go around practicing it. You shut up. You ought to be horsewhipped. Taking a boy like Alfred and filling him up with complexes and phobias and... I think I am better equipped to judge that than you. Just because Alfred wants to be kind to children, you tell him he has a guilt complex. <laughs> Having the same delusion, you couldn't possibly understand. And don't you wave that pain at me. Either you stop analyzing Alfred and I'll go straight to Mr. Mason and tell him what a contemptible fraud you are. You get out of here. Get out before I have you thrown out. There's only one way to handle a man like you. Well... Maybe this will knock some sense into you. Yes, oh, help! Oh, oh, my head, my head! Okay, oh. Mr. Sawyer. Miss Prong! Miss Prong, get me the police! Get me Mrs. Walker! Get me the psychopathic ward at Bellevue Hospital! Maybe you're right. Of course you're right. 
I want to be ashamed of myself. Let's get out of here. Now, wait a minute. You funked your mental examination, but good. Oh, yes, so I did. Well, you're a lawyer. You fix it. Hey, hey, now, look. I won't let you down, and you won't let me down. Now, Chris, take it easy. Look, uh, there'll have to be a hearing. If you're going to be committed, it's got to be before a judge. Well? Well, if I can do anything at all, it'll have to be in that courtroom. Sit tight, Chris. I'll get an idea. <laughs> I'll have to. I certainly did, Mr. Sawyer. I brought my family to the toy department to see our Santa Claus. And our Santa Claus isn't there. He's in Bellevue. Yes. Yes, he is, Mr. Mason. Because he's a lunatic. Yes, sir. Lunatic. Lunatic, my foot. Now, you listen to me, Sawyer. You get that case dropped right away, or you'll have another lump to match the one he gave you. But it's out of my hands. Mr. Kringle goes to court in the morning. All right. Just see that he's back in the toy department by afternoon. Now, get out of here. Oh, uh, Miss Gailey. Miss Gailey. Yes. I've been looking all over for you. I'm Mr. Sawyer. Oh, so you're Sawyer. Yes. I, I was just speaking to the court clerk, and he said you represent Mr. Kringle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I represent Mr. Macy. Then I'll see you in court. Yes, well, that's what I wanted to speak to you about. Mr. Macy would like to drop the whole case right now. You see, we are most anxious to avoid any publicity. No publicity, huh? Mm, That's very interesting. Then you will cooperate. You know something, Mr. Sawyer? You have just given me the idea that I've been searching for. I'm going to win this case. I'm going to have to have public opinion and plenty of it. And publicity is just the way to do it. No, no, Mr. Gailey. But Mr. Gailey... Get these newspapers, Chris. Here, evening dispatch. Doctors doubt sanity of Santa who launched goodwill campaign. Oh, my. Daily bulletin. Macy's Santa Claus to have lunacy hearing. So what's this one? Uh, New York Express. Is Chris Kringle crazy? Hawk gave's coming. It is cry calamity. You've driven the United Nations clear back to page five. <laughs> But get a good night's sleep, Chris. We go before Judge Harper at 10 tomorrow morning. For a few weeks, a jolly elderly gentleman named Chris Kringle has been working minor miracles as Macy's Santa Claus. But now, his sanity has been seriously questioned. And in a crowded courtroom, Judge Harper listens patiently as the assistant district attorney summons Chris to the witness stand. Now, this is not a trial, Mr. Kringle. It's just a hearing, so you don't have to answer any questions. Now then, sir, where do you live, please? Well, it seems to me that's what this hearing will decide, won't it? Uh, now, Mr. Kringle, do you believe that you are Santa Claus? Oh, of course I do. That's all, Your Honor. The state rests this case. Well, Mr. Gilly? Uh, Your Honor, Mr. Merrick contends my client is not sane because he believes he is Santa Claus. An entirely logical conclusion. Anyone who thinks he's Santa Claus is crazy. Your Honor, you believe yourself to be Judge Harper, yet no one questions your sanity because you are Judge Harper, do they? Mr. Kringle is the subject of this sanity hearing. Not I. Well, Your Honor, I intend to prove that Mr. Santa Claus... 
tradition of American justice demands a broad and unprejudiced view of such a controversial matter. But your honor, this court, therefore, intends to keep its mind open. We shall ask for evidence on either side. But your honor, the burden of proof clearly rests with my opponent here. Can he produce any evidence to support his view? If your honor, please, I can. Will Thomas Mara please take the stand? Who? Me? No, no. Thomas Mara, Jr. I believe he and his mother are both in court today. Hi, Papa. Hi. <laughs> Tommy, do you believe in Santa Claus? I sure do. Gosh, he gave me a brand new sled last year. Mm-hmm. Now, Tommy, what does Santa Claus look like? Oh, there he is, sitting right over there. You're right
since tonight is Christmas Eve. I ask, Your Honor, that this hearing be terminated without further delay. I protest. I do have evidence. Five minutes ago, you said you didn't. During Mr. Mara's oration, the bailiff handed my client the evidence I referred to. What evidence? Mr. Hello, Doris. 
Fred. Mr. Daly. Merry Christmas, Susie. Gosh, you just got here and we're just ready to leave. Oh, I've been here. And if you're ready to leave, I'll drive you home. So before you go, here. Here's a map I've made for you. You will miss a lot of traffic. About four miles south, you will see Ashley Avenue. That's the street you want. Ashley Avenue. Thanks, Chris. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, Fred. And to you, my dear. And to you, Susie. Mr. Kringle, I do believe. I do. It's silly, I suppose, but I do. I don't understand it. Fred, the map Chris gave us definitely says Ashley Avenue. We've been on Ashley Avenue now for... Stop the car. Stop the car, please. Susie, what is it, darling? What's the matter? There it is. The house. The house. Susie. What in the world? She's running into that house. At least there's no one home. It's brand new. It's just been built. Oh, for sale. It's for sale? What on earth is that child up to?